in America that could not be put right quickly, dramatically, if across America, in the pulpits of America, from sea to shining sea, this Sunday and every Sunday, a generation of preachers would open the book of truth and preach, thus saith the Lord God Almighty, without God, fear. That, I'll tell you, it has such energy, has such e expression as it does, that it's so explicit for our lives because God's wanting to help us with His Word that traces us and faces us and places us. Together, they opnustos, and it means God breathes. All Scripture is God breathed. Hebrews 4, 12 says, The Word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the mind and asunder of the soul and spirit, and the joint of the mouth, and is an discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Well, thank you for tuning in to the Exposition Expedition today for this next episode of Expository Preaching. And uh, today we're talking about the advantages of Expository Preaching. And so I got Dale here. Good to be here. And um, Kogan, um, so good to be with you again. We know you're getting ready to be a daddy. You're already a daddy, but you're going to see the baby soon. Yes, Haddon. sir. I, I love that name. What's his whole name going to be? I always remember Haddon. Yeah, it's going to be Haddon Merrick east and so we're excited it's, it's about four weeks left now so yeah i was gonna say about four weeks as of the recording so uh, oh yeah that'll be good man and uh we're excited to see what god's going to do with that oh, well, kogan yeah. um when we begin to pray about this particular broadcast um we was thinking about the advantages of expository preaching and uh, i think this is a very important subject for the simple reason a lot of um, preachers um sunday school teachers um just bible teachers they don't really understand that there's great advantage to expounding the Bible. So many things right. we can deal with today. Um, but we, we both had some thoughts on this and you, you put up a list of questions that I just loved that I, I think we ought to deal with that today in the podcast, but there's so many other things we could deal with. But um, let, let me begin with this first one and get, just get right into the episode. And uh, as we're dealing with this subject of the advantage of expository preaching, and the, the first uh, thing I think we could deal with and we should deal with is uh, if, if you're an expository preacher, if you're simply just preaching the Bible verse by verse and line upon line, and even if you're a Sunday school teacher or just a, a student of the Bible, right. expounding the scriptures, you always have something to preach. Yeah. And uh, explain that a little bit because you, you dealt with that. And I want you to explain that a little bit. Well, it's exactly what you said. If you're preaching verse by verse, line by line, precept upon precept, going through the books of the Bible, even whether you're going, you know, just different passages or just one book at a time, you always have material to preach. Sure. Uh, the problem with uh, people who don't preach the Bible and aren't really preaching in an expository fashion is they're always scrambling on Saturday night to find a message for Sunday. Uh, yeah. And especially I could see, you know, an evangelist, how they can come up with the messages all the time. Cause they don't, you know, I was in evangelism, you're in evangelism, you have three sure. or four main ones you preach a year. Right, right, yeah, yeah, and sure. uh, so you, so it's easier if you're in evangelism, but if you're pastoring, it is almost an impossibility. I mean, it, it, yeah. it's possible, but it's almost an impossibility to have, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night 
have a topic to preach every single week, coming up with new ideas, new stories, uh, new this, new that, just new material. But if you are preaching the Bible, you've always got material. There's everything that we need to say is already right there in front of us. And so as we're preaching the Bible, it's constantly giving us what we need to say, what we need to illustrate, what we need to teach, what we need to preach to the people. And you'll never run out. There's a vast supply. You could preach one verse for 20 years, and it still would not be exhausted. You could still preach it over and over again, because if you're preaching the Bible, if you are preaching in an expositional way, you'll always have material to preach because the Bible is an endless subject. It's an endless topic. You can always dig deeper and you can always pull back and look from a bigger uh, picture. I mean, there's there's always more material in the Bible to preach. And so that's one great advantage to expository preaching is you will never run out of a message because the the Bible Bible, itself is a huge message. (laughs) Yeah. The Bible is a living book. Exactly. Even when you, uh, talked about one particular verse or one chapter, one paragraph. Right. And it's so true. You know, when I pastored, you had to at least have three or four messages a week yeah. um, than other things you did. And uh, you, you have to constantly be studying, looking at the word of God. Yes. But one of the best ways to do that is to preach through the Bible. Preach right. diff- on Wednesday night, always did a book, the Bible on Sunday night. And I know there's a lot of guys that like to deal with topics and you need to deal with topics. Right. So what I would do on Sunday night as a pastor, I would deal with the topic, but we'd expound the Bible with that topic. Mm-hmm. So the Bible right. always had the message. Yes, sir. Yes. And then even as an evangelist, you know, I think it's an excuse they try to use as an evangelist. Well, you know, I'm going to a different place. But the problem with that excuse is if you're not constantly studying, the truth of the matter is it's almost a nightly thing and that you need to have something <laughs> fresh. Well, how do you do that? Yep. Well, I think personally, and uh, my my pattern of study, I, I need to have something fresh constantly. I need to right. have something in my mind, my heart, I need to be yes. studying. And certainly there you'll develop a message, so you'll preach it more than once, yes, but there needs to be something added to it. Right. So as an evangelist, I, I think it's very important to preach a series, especially if you're in a revival type meeting or just an all-day Sunday, um, yes. preach a series, a, a three-part series or in the revival right. Sometimes, and I don't know why God's done this in my life, but I'll preach a series, a small type of series on Sunday, and then I'll start another series on Monday through Wednesday, and right. uh, not not often, but sometimes I'll go Monday through Friday right. and do the series, and it's the same thing. Yeah. If you're just preaching the Bible, you always have something to preach because it's a. And I did it. I mean, I've done it. We've all done it. It's a scary thing to be there on Saturday night thinking, "What in the world am I going to preach Sunday?" You know, oh yeah. We're running yeah. out of time here. I mean. It's, <laughs> It's time. We better figure it out. Right. If you're always preaching through the Bible, um, you always have something to preach. And I, and Kogan, I really believe of all the things we'll talk about today in the advantages of expository preaching, I think that's the greatest advantage. Yeah, you know, it is. We all yeah. have libraries. I trust Definitely. everyone that listens to this, and I know you do. We all have libraries. We have books, and all. But and that's wonderful. But that's a resource. That's a tool. We don't right. preach our library. We preach the Bible. Right. And the, the greatest advantage to, to expounding the scriptures, you all, you have to. You always have something to preach. Yes, you got sir. 66 books. You got 1,189. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all inspired. It's all. Yeah, exactly. My message may not yeah. be good, but 
the resource of right. my message is good. You know, the yes, Bible's sir. always right. good. So I think that's the greatest advantage. You always yes. have something to preach. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like you were talking about the series that you do and things, this yeah. uh, on Sunday mornings here, we've been doing a series on the topic of the cross, but sure, sure. we're still taking paragraphs that are about exactly. the cross and expounding them. We're not just exactly. dealing with the topic. We're taking it from the Bible and preaching it. And that has helped the people tremendously. And then oh, on Sunday man. nights, we've been going through the book of Acts. And then uh, on Wednesday nights, we've been going through the book of Philippians. Right, and it's right, been right. amazing just how, and and I'm planned out weeks in advance. You get oh, what I'm sure. saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not that I'm not studying it for weeks, but right. every week I can take my notes that I have on this this passage and I can study it that week and know what I'm preaching in advance. Yeah. You know where you're going next. And, and that takes so much stress off of a preacher. Oh, sure. And oh, so sure. that's a huge sure. blessing. I mean, that is one great advantage. You always have something to preach. Now, I think we got to deal with this because uh, I've heard it said and I understand what they're saying that if you just preach verse by verse and chapter after chapter, you know, you're not even let, you're not letting the Holy spirit lead you. But that's not true because number one, you're, you're preaching from the book that the Holy right. Spirit inspired. Yes. Sir. So yes, okay, I'm I'm preaching chapter one of Galatians today, right. um, tomorrow or next Sunday I'll preach Galatians chapter whatever you in. I'll yes, preach sir. Galatians chapter number two. Well, do you have to go to chapter two? You don't have to, but let's go in order of the Bible. God already inspired the book, yep. so obviously, if you're dealing with chapter one of any yes, book. Sir. Um, God wants you to go to chapter two next, you know, yes, exactly. I think it's one of the greatest ways of following the right. Holy Spirit. Now, are there times um, as a pastor, as an evangelist, as a teacher, as a, whatever it may be, are there times where God will just say, you know, Hey, let's, let's skip that this week. We need to yep. deal with this. Well, sure. Exactly. We got to yep. be sensitive to the spirit, but, but as a whole, right. And this will help any Bible teacher. If you'll just preach verse by verse chat the, in the order which the Bible's getting. And, and that's the context of the scripture. That's the canon of the scripture. If you'll just preach it in order as the Bible's given, you always have something to preach and uh, it'll always be inspired word of God. So exactly. the Bible, the subject, the topic will always be good. Yes, sir. I really think um, in all of the advantages we'll deal with today, that's the most important. You'll always have right, something right. to preach. Yes, sir. And there's still a lot of study, a lot of labor in it, but you know what yeah. to study, you know yes, what sir. to labor. Right. And it's a very important thing. Exactly. Yeah, well, that's good. Well, let's, I guess we'll go ahead and move into the next one. Um, if you want to talk about some of that. Mm -hmm. Well, and number two, that you had wrote down your idea of this advantage of expository preaching. Um, and I love the way this is stated. It teaches others how to study the Bible on their own. Right. And, uh, I think that is so important. And I, I, I think to, for me, if I hear an expository preacher or if I hear a Sunday school teacher or someone that gets up there and just preaches the Bible, teaches the Bible, I'll tell you why I want to study the Bible, because it makes me hunger after it. It gives me an appetite. Right. And uh, that's what expository preaching does. And I love it when I'm preaching and people are writing notes because I know yep. they're not writing what I say, because what I say, really, it don't matter. But they're getting fed by the Bible. Yeah. And uh, they're wanting to go back. And that, that's what expository preaching does. It'll teach them to study the Bible. And as a matter of fact, it, it, if they love the Bible at all, Kogan, it'll force them yeah. to study the Bible on their own. Because here's what's going to happen. And I try to encourage people, 
in the meetings, revivals, that kind of thing. I try to encourage, if I'm preaching a lot through first Corinthians. Now I just finished second Corinthians. So we're beginning now first Corinthians and I'll tell them, read the whole book, read the whole book of first Corinthians. Don't, yeah. you know, we maybe, maybe in four or five days, we can deal with two chapters, read the right. whole book because, and hopefully the best I can do in any, any small ability that I may have, the best I can do is get them hungry for first Corinthians. You yeah. Read the whole book. And that's what expository preaching does. Now, as a pastor, when you pastor your congregation, that's exactly what you're doing. They should be, and here's, especially when you expound by a series, they should be excited about next Sunday. Well, we dealt with this. We dealt with this uh, uh, passage on the cross this Sunday. Man, right. I wonder where he's going next Sunday. You know, it gets their appetite. It gets them hungry. And that's what Bible preaching does. Yeah. And it's kind of like this. Either you have a steak dinner or you have a piece of cake. Now, we, we, we love the piece of cake. I mean, it's it's great, and it's it's good every now and then, but you'll get hungry on that piece of cake. But the steak dinner, it's, it's going to stay with you a while. Right. And uh, so there, there's times, and I understand this, and I, we're certainly not against it. There's times, man, we just get in church, and somebody makes us feel good, makes us happy, and uh, we're excited about being a Christian. Yeah. Truth of the matter is, spiritually, we really didn't get fed too much. But though it, though it helped us, it made us feel good. Man, but Bible preaching, expository preaching, It'll stay with you right. and it'll literally make you hungry -er for yeah. the word of God. Yeah. And I think that's what it does. It teaches others how to study the Bible. Like you say, exactly. Oh yeah. And, uh, one other thing about that is, you know, when a preacher gets up and to me, it is one of the most confusing things and it can be done in the right way, but most of the time it's not. If a oh, preacher sure. gets up and he reads 113 and a half verses, from different passages he just yeah, takes them yeah. from genesis yeah. to revelation and yeah, exactly and they're just jumbled up and they're all over the place you don't know the context of it you don't know why he's even reading this verse and they're just sure just dealing with the topic and trying to pull them all together but and it can be done in the right way if you're putting them in context and i understand right. all that right but most of the time they're just so jumbled up and people are sitting there wondering what is he talking about yeah, what is yeah. what does all this have to do with each other and you and you'd be surprised how many times if you would preach one paragraph one chapter whatever it is that preach the bible and people will come to you and not because of you but they will come and they will say thank you for sticking with a passage of scripture yeah, exactly they'll say exactly. that helped us you taught us sure. the bible that or they'll say something like we've never seen that before right, and it's not right. something you're doing but it's simply no. you are giving them the word of god yeah yeah. And they're learning how to study on their own. Exactly. And then the they can go God. back and the way you, maybe the way you use your notes, they can go and kind of study sure. the paragraph the same way, different. I mean, it's, there's just endless advantages to how it helps people study their Bible. Oh, absolutely. I, I want to add this one because it came to mind when you was talking. Um, I heard a, a good message a while back. I mean, just a good message. And uh, the passage he read is a wonderful passage in the word of God. But the problem was when he read the passage and his outline, he, he, he stuck with the passage, but the message didn't, he right. went different places and it wasn't, it was a bad message, man. It was great. And I enjoyed it. But in my mind, I was sitting there thinking, Oh, what he's missing. Oh, out yeah. of that passage, what he's not in and he's not getting and what we're not right. receiving from that passage. Now where yeah. he went, it was good too. It, it wasn't bad and it helped us and it fed us, 
but man, what, what he missed yes. out of that passage. Right. And uh, that, that's what expository preaching does. And if we'll stay with that particular text, I'll give you, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you, you don't know this one yet, Kogan. I'll give you a practical reason that uh, we should expound the scriptures because you don't have to turn the Bible pages too much. And uh, let, <laughs> let me say why that's important. Yesterday I was working and uh, with my dad and uh, through my ignorance, I stabbed my hand very badly and uh, it's all, it's all bandaged up. It's not good. Goodness <laughs> gracious! So, so when I was preaching last night, I could only use one hand. Right. So I'm thinking that this is, this is ridiculous, but I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to turn the Bible a lot tonight because I'd be in trouble, but that, that's just a, that's a silly reason, yeah. but it was a good yeah. reason last night. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> hey, and it's one of the most distract. I don't know. I think I'm ADHD and I'm yeah, not making are. light of that, but I think I, <laughs> you are. So, so when somebody is just turning over and over and over again, I lose oh, yeah. my concentration. I can't oh, I focus too. on it. Well, so. I'm still in the passage we was at thinking, man, that's good. That's good. Right, and I'm, right. taking those and I'm still looking down else. through that paragraph saying, man, that's yeah, exactly. good. <laughs> I told Adley, if I had to turn the last night, anyway, my daughter, I told her, if I got to turn, I, I'm going to holler at you. You're going to have to turn for me. Yeah, Anyhow, exactly. It worked out fine. <laughs> Hoping your Bible lines up in the right place where you ain't yeah, got to exactly, turn. Exactly. Yeah, the paragraphs in the next page. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kogan, uh, one other thing. Of the other of the many thoughts you you was thinking about this, um, expository preaching or Bible preaching and teaching, um, and I love this, and I want you to talk about this. It helps the one expounding, the one that is preaching the Bible, it helps them to grow, and that's that's so true. E explain explain that thought. So, for a long time, when I've I've I guess I've been preaching. Somebody asked me the other day. I think Mikhail told me it's fifteen years. I couldn't remember, but I think it's about yeah. fifteen years. <laughs> Anyways, so for so long I preached topics. You know, that's what I sure, grew up sure. in. Everybody preached yeah. topical, right. and uh, not to say there weren't any expository preachers. There are a few maybe, uh, yeah, sure. but for the most part, everybody just preached topical, and so that's what I did. But when I did that. I would take one little verse. Well, first of all, I'd come up with an idea. Then I'd go find a verse to go with the idea. You know how it works. Oh, and yeah, uh, so then yeah, every yeah. point that I would come up with, I'd say, oh, well, this one's alliterated. This one's alliterated. This one's alliterated. Yeah. Now I need to come up with <laughs> verses to go with each of these points. Yeah. Yeah. Then you find something. In the but Bible. there was no <laughs> growth in my spiritual life from that. Sure. Nothing sure. was helping me to understand the Bible better. That wasn't helping me at all. But when I began to preach expository, now I'm studying paragraph and chapter by chapter, verse by verse, book yeah. by book. And it helps me see the clear picture that that book is painting or exactly. that the, that the, exactly. the original intent that the writer had. Yeah, yeah, the and context. Now, context. And, and now I'm completely understanding the context of what God is saying right. otherwise just taking a topic and doing verses all over the place it's not telling me exactly what he's trying to say it may give me a little hint but yeah, it's not yeah. telling me in clarity and exactly. but now studying it verse by verse it just brings it to life sure, it's like it's sure. it's just being a beautiful picture painted right, right in front of my eyes and i can see exactly what the lord is trying to speak to his people and that's an yeah. amazing thing to see exactly what God is saying. And so it's helping us grow as we study it. Not only the people are growing from it, like we were talking about, that it helps them to study their Bible, sure. but it teaches us to study our Bible and it exactly. grows us in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. So it's an amazing thing. It really is. Well, the thing about that is 
if I'm not growing as a preacher or a Bible teacher, what, how in the world can I teach anybody? How can right. I right. speak to them? Because there's people that we are preaching to, not all of them, I wish I could say this, but it's not true, but not all of them, but there are people that we're preaching. They read their Bible every day. They study. And right. if I don't have something to give them to grow, yeah, um, I'm wasting their time. And expository preaching does that. It basically, in other words, Kogan, it forces you to study your Bible. And if you're going to study yep. your Bible, you're going to grow. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's one of the best parts. If you're just dealing with topics, and we have mentioned this before in videos and different things, but if we're just preaching topics, our opinion is uh, it's too easy to put our opinion in that yes. particular subject. Right. And the, but we're just preaching the Bible. We've got to tell them what God says. And that's what, that's what matters the most. Right. Yeah. And uh, so definitely it helps the one that's right. expounding preaching to grow. I don't want to interrupt and, you, but let me add this. I thought of it. I read this the other yeah. day. Um, and it, it goes along these lines. We're talking about it helps the preacher to grow when he's preaching expository preaching through the Bible. Sure. Because if, if I'm not fed, then I can't feed the people. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I can't give out. I can say it like this. I can't give out what I haven't taken in. Exactly. Um, I never, I always try to let a message speak to me before I preach it. Even sure. when I'm preaching through the books of the Bible, I still study that. And if it hasn't helped me yet, then I'm probably not right. going to preach it yet. Right, right. right. Um, but Spurgeon said it this way, and I thought this was awesome. He said, no man can speak of the things of God with any success until the doctrine which he finds in the book, he finds also in his heart. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's exactly right. And I thought that was amazing. I mean, that is exactly yeah. what we're talking about. It helps the preacher to grow when he has the book sure. in his heart. Yeah, that's exactly. And, you know, can you do that if you just pick a subject? Can you do that if you just use one verse? Um, there's a possibility. But here's another advantage, Kogan. It's so much easier when you're just expounding, you know, right. it's so much, um, what's the way the Bible gives it. And, uh, I love that Spurgeon quote, by the way, I, that that's amazing. That, uh, that kind of just blew my mind. I hadn't <laughs> read that one yet, but anyhow, that's so true. Kogan, I want to go down to this one and, uh, I, I want to read this one and then I want to say a word about it. But, um, you mentioned this when you're exposit, when you're preaching expositor, it meets the needs of the congregation and uh, it has the preacher th that otherwise the preacher wouldn't meet. And um, what, what that simply means by meeting the needs of the congregation, that the preacher, they may not meet those needs. Um, you're letting the Holy Spirit meet the needs instead of saying, and as a pastor, or you come in as an evangelist, or you're teaching your Sunday school class, whatever it may be. Right. Instead of coming in saying, well, here's what I believe we need to deal with. Well, if you're just preaching through the Bible, if you're just expounding the scriptures, instead of saying, here's what I want to deal with, you're saying, okay, Lord, this is what you want to deal with. And that meets the needs of the congregation. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, especially as a pastor, but even as an evangelist, um, that's so important to let the Lord do that. Because right. number one, I may see something that, okay, I think we need to deal with this, but the yeah. Lord sees everything. The Lord already knows and right. the Lord already understands. And uh, I think it's very vital to preach and to expound the scriptures, to let the spirit of God meet the needs, not right. me, not what right. I think, because what I think might be wrong. What I see on the outside of somebody, or maybe that maybe, maybe they're just having a bad day, <laughs> you know, and the Lord knows what they need. But as a pastor, talk about that. Well, uh, I've got one great, 
I guess, illustration in my mind right now, just from this past year, if I can be transparent with you, sure, is sure. last year, you know, COVID, all that's happening. Yeah, right, right. Well, we had started, let's see, I think it was the first of the year, sometime January, February, we started the book of Malachi. Oh, yeah. And uh, sometime when COVID was happening, sometime, and, and I'm one of, those pastors that I don't want to know who's tithing. I don't keep record of who is, who's not. But anyways, during all that, I know a lot of churches, they said are growing increased. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Bless your heart. (laughs) Ours did not. It it, it dwindled. It went down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so that was, I mean, that's stressful, you know, when you're tithed or death and you're, and some weeks you're not able to meet some, you are just, it was chaos. Yeah. But we're going through the book of Malachi and, I didn't plan it. I was preaching the book of Malachi. That's what the Lord led us to preach. You know, that's what we're going through verse by verse. Sure. But sometime in there, we hit chapter number three. (laughs) Will a man rob God? Yeah, right. We got into chapter number three, all of all that goes along with that. Sure. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about preaching the word of God, what it does, how it meets the needs of the people. And so the tithing records seem to be going down, not going up as they should be, you know, but we preached that. I think the next week it was more than it had usually wow. been. And then yeah, sure. even till now, I think it's, it's stayed somewhere in that same area above right. where it should have been. Sure. And the Lord's been meeting the need, but it wasn't because I picked a random passage in Malachi. Yeah. It was because yeah. I was preaching it, the whole book, preaching it verse by verse. And we went through it and saw what God had for us. Yeah, the Lord. And did. that's just one did. example, exactly. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah it's everywhere. And then they yeah, can't the get mad did. at me, you know, and say, "Well, exactly. you, all yeah. you do is talk about well, money." They, the Lord had that. There. You deal with money. I'm sure somebody got <laughs> mad with you, but at the end of that argument, you can say, "Well, that was the Lord. That wasn't me." Right. But, uh, yeah. Anyhow, I want to deal with a couple more things um, before we close out the podcast today, because yes, uh, I'm, I, I really love these thoughts you had given us on this, uh, the the advantages, and I, I hope I hope. Preachers that are listening, um, um, Bible students that are listening. I know there's some Bible yeah. colleges listening. I hope they realize um, it, it's this is a wonderful thing. This is not this is not a, a thing that is. There's labor in it. There's work it, but it's a wonder. There's right. advantages yep. to being expository preaching. Let's deal with this one. It proves in, in expository preaching, expounding scripture. It proves that the. I love this. It proves that the one preaching. The, the expositor, he believes in the power of the scripture instead of just saying he believes it. And he, and I, I want to, I'm going right. to deal with this. And then I want you to talk about this because the, these are your thoughts, but here's what really, um, um, really set my mind going on this particular thought. Um, there, there was a great preacher, a good preacher, good, good, you know, he's a good man, um, a while back, it's been a while back, but he was preaching about the Bible, which right. is good but he wasn't preaching the Bible. Yeah. There's a difference. And that's somewhat of what you're talking about. Exactly. If I, if I want to, if I want to believe in the power of the scripture, I don't preach about the scripture. I preach the scripture. That's why Paul said, and, and we've mentioned it often, but preach the word, be instant in season, out yeah. of season. Don't preach about the word, just preach the word because the Bible is enough. Now we can say many things to get, to get an amen and to get people, right. I'm, I'm, I'm for it, man. That helps you and encourage you, but I can say things about the scripture to, to, to encourage people, but that's not preaching the Bible. 
either you're preaching the Bible or many times I think you're preaching about the Bible. That's not preaching right. the word. And the, so when I expound the scripture, it, it proves in my life that I believe in the power of the scripture. It's enough. We, we don't need to add. We don't need to take it away. It's enough. It's power. Talk about this thought and what put this on your mind. Because when I was there a while back hearing a, a good message, I mean, I agreed yes. with what he said. Yeah. But he was preaching about the word. Right. He wasn't preaching the word. Yeah. And there's yeah. a difference. There's a difference. Yeah. And that goes along exactly with what I was uh, really thinking about is we've been talking my whole life. I've heard preachers get up. I believe the scriptures in air, yeah. infallible, yeah. inspired. Sure, yeah, I believe, believe in the it. I believe in the power of the Word of God. There's nothing yeah. like the Word we of God, <laughs> and we believe that we truly yes, do. We really absolutely. do, and I know they mean well by saying it. But then, for the next 45 minutes to an hour, and a half, yeah, yeah, they do everything but preach the Bible. Exactly, it's it's exactly. it's we believe the Bible, and then the next 45 minutes, it's. Um, this opinion about this and this idea and this story and this illustration, but it's leading so far from what the Bible is saying. Exactly. And you're sitting there wondering, I thought you believed the Bible. I, yeah, thought, yeah. I thought you Where loved the Bible. I, I thought you <laughs> yeah. believed in the power of the scripture. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you're preaching the Bible, when you're preaching in an expository manner, what you are doing is telling the congregation, you are letting the people know, I believe what I just said I believe. I just yeah. said I believe the Bible's inspired, so I'm going to preach to you the inspired word. Exactly. I believe it's infallible, so I'm going to give you this word that yeah. is yeah. infallible. I believe it's inerrant, so I'm going to give you this word that sure. doesn't have any errors because my word have errors, my opinions have errors, all this, Absolutely. but this Bible has none, so I'm going to give you the word of God. And so it's proving to the people that we yeah. really believe what we say we do. If we truly believe it is the word of God, then we ought to give them the word of God. Yeah, if we if we believe it's the Bible, and I'm sure most guys that say that they do believe that. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But let's prove it yeah. by preaching the Bible. Let the Bible speak for itself. Right. And um, and that's so important. Let, let's deal with this last one, Kogan, and then we'll uh, we'll get another topic for the next. I, I have something in my mind, and we may we may discuss that before we leave. Yeah. Today, but um, you mentioned this one, and I love this. When you expound the Scripture, expository preacher whatever it may be as a teacher, preacher, it, it magnifies Christ for every scripture point. It, it gives every scripture point. It leads you to Christ. Yeah. And there's many ideas and possibilities to do that. But right. when you're expounding the scripture, you're all you're doing, you're expounding his word because yes, God's word is the Bible. We believe that Christ yeah. is God's word in flesh, but this yeah. is God's word, Christ's word in the Bible in ink. And so when you're expounding the scripture, you're magnifying Christ right. because it's his word. He said, I am the word in John. Yeah. He said, I, I am, you are expounding me. You're lifting up Christ now. And we understand this and I hate to, I hate to keep bringing this up, but we must, if I just keep giving my opinion, that's not Christ. I'm not yeah. magnifying Christ. Exactly. I say, well, I think we ought to do this, or I think it, ought, and it may be right, but I'm yes. not magnifying Christ. Right. But when I'm expounding the scriptures, it, it's inadvertently, you must you must magnify Christ through that. And I love yeah. that statement. Talk about that and uh, what brought that to your mind. So when I was writing these down, when I got to the last one, I was really just thinking, every time you read the Bible, what is the purpose of it? Every sure. time we preach the Bible, what is the point in it? 
What is it all leading to? It has to have some end game. It has to have some purpose. It has to have, like we're talking about, some advantage. There has to be something that it's pointing to, the main idea, the main thing. Absolutely. What is the main idea? What is the main thing? What is it all about? What is the Bible all about? Sure. If you go from Genesis all the way to Revelation, you can clearly see that it is all about Jesus. It's all about him. We understand the Old Testament is him concealed and its types and its pictures, but they're all pointing to Jesus, whether it be Joseph, whether it be David, whether it be Elijah, whether it be any of these men of God in the Old Testament, they're all pointing toward Christ. They're all about him. The brazen serpent, the rock in the wilderness, all of those things are about Jesus. Exactly. Every verse. And what an amazing thing as you study the Bible, as you're preaching the Bible, as you're expounding the scriptures, as your eyes can be opened clearly to see Christ in every verse. Yeah, sure. And I think it was Spurgeon or some other comment, some other writer, they said, I think they say it was Spurgeon. I don't know if it was, but uh, they, he said that take a verse and yeah. as soon as you can get to Jesus. Yeah. And that's exactly, exactly what the Bible is. Take your passage and get to Jesus as quickly as possible. That should always be the end of where what we're saying is Jesus because he's what it's all about. And so then you get to the New Testament, and that's not him concealed, but it's him revealed. And so we're clearly seeing Christ manifest in the flesh through the Gospels and then uh, down through his life that he lives through the apostles and all of those things. And we're seeing him clearly in the New Testament. And so the whole Bible is all about Jesus. Every verse points to him. Sure. And, and when you expound the Bible, um, you're lifting up Christ and that's right. what he wants. And how many, yep. how many messages with good intentions have we heard yeah. um, that just didn't lift up Christ? Yep. But if you expound the scriptures, you, you have to lift up Christ because yep. it's his book. It's, it all yep. leads to him. It all right. goes to him. Yeah. And that's what the so, Bible is, is magnifying God. Yeah, everything. And, and, yep. and every time we, if we're preaching the Bible, we should be magnet and the good, good evidence. I'm not preaching the Bible. If I'm not magnifying Christ, you right. know, there's something, something's yep. wrong, something amiss. Mm-hmm. So there's some advantages we wanted to talk about today about being an expository preacher. I love these yes, thoughts sir. that Kogan give us on the advantages of being an expository preacher. And I hope, I hope it piques your interest. You might be a Sunday school teacher listening. I want to say you, you should be doing the same thing. It's all about right. the Bible. It's all about yep. God's word. Um, Bible college students I'll learn early on that you just need to expound the scriptures. And that, that doesn't mean you can't deal with topics. You deal with topics yeah. <laughs> as the Bible deals with topics. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't just preach a text. You preach a text, but you get the verses before the verses after because there's so many, and there's many other advantages. I will say this to those that are listening. If, if you expound the scriptures, um, you will learn in your life of so many advantages that it'll give for your personal Bible study, for your lessons, for your messages, and it'll be a great asset. It'll be the greatest right. tool in your arsenal as a preacher, as a Bible teacher, yep. and simply to expound the scriptures. And uh, so we wanted to uh, help with that today. And I hope it helps you. I hope you uh, learn some things and uh, you'll learn many, many more things than we'll ever know if you start preaching the Bible, yeah. expounding the scriptures. And uh, Kogan, um, on the next episode, I want to deal with the struck because I've been asked this and for, for whatever reason, the last few weeks, <clears throat> multiple times. What is the structure? What is the design of an expository message? And uh, I think we should deal with that next time. And I trust we'll be able to. 
That'd be great. Uh, we'll, we'll get some yes, thoughts sir. on that. And uh, what what I want to do on the next episode, we want everybody to tune in and share, like, go to our Facebook page, that kind of stuff. Um, I, I want to actually take a message and uh, show you how God has led me to deal with paragraphs in the scripture. Now, many people do chapters, do different things, and that's great right. too, if you do it correctly. But I want to take a paragraph of scripture and actually show you how uh, it should be structured, how it should be designed to, to stay in the Bible. So right. uh, Kogan, if God will let us, let's try to do that in the next episode. And uh, I'm excited about this podcast. I want everybody to help us pray. And as God's leading us in this, I think this is a very important subject yep. and uh, in the church today and stuff that needs to be dealt with. So Kogan, you close us out and uh, tell us how wonderful everything's going in our life and your life. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll hear, see everybody at the next podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you, Dale. Thank you, everybody, for jo uh, joining us today, tuning in with us uh, for the Exposition Expedition. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcast, on uh, Google Podcast, on uh, Spotify, just about anything you're using, we're about on it. And uh, so you can find us on there. And uh, so you follow us. Uh, go follow our Facebook page, as Dale mentioned just a minute ago, the Exposition Expedition. And uh, we'll keep you updated on all things expounding the scriptures and all that and uh, the things that are coming up with the podcast and just anything that's going on we'll keep you updated on that so thank you for tuning in with us and uh, we pray that you'll be with us again and may god bless you thank you for tuning in to the exposition expedition with evangelist dale vance and pastor kogan east we are so excited about what god is doing and all that's happening so please subscribe to our channel on whichever platform you use to listen to your podcast follow us on facebook we'll keep you updated until next time